This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, I always think about this. As we Mm -hmm. approach the trade deadline in baseball, there are so many players who find out and within a split second, their lives change and they have to pack up their entire lives and head to a new city. Like, can you imagine if regular day jobs did this? Like, I think so many people would just be like, no, I'm not doing that. I quit. (laughs) Yes. Well, it's also different too when you're getting paid millions of dollars. That's the great differentiator, you know, where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh man, I got to go elsewhere and make $10 million a year. (sighs) All right. It still sucks though. Like you still have to move. For sure. I'm just saying it's more palatable if you're comparing if this happened in real life. Yes, it sucks no matter what, especially if you love a place, you are, you're a fan favorite, you've got a home, you love the city, you have neighbors. Sure, it sucks no matter what. But But if you're asking, you know, how would it be if this happened to just the regular person who is not an athlete, it certainly helps that you have the disposable income if you're an athlete. But regardless, yes, it is tough. Even though it's not just the big name players that get traded, it's the prospects. You know, a lot of guys in the minor leagues that have been uprooted and sent to another team on, Mm -hmm. you know, a phone call. And I think the funniest is when these players find out about these trades online. Like, can you imagine you're not the first person to see this? And somebody's like, hey, man, I saw you got traded. And you're like, wait, what? I've been cutting the lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm always amazed, too, that... This happens. What was it? Chris Paul who said when he got traded, like he found out on Twitter it's on a or someone. And it's one thing, I guess, if you're a, I guess if you're a minor leaguer, then maybe you don't owe that to a minor leaguer. I feel like you should tell every player first. Maybe that's not possible because you can't get a hold of everyone. But particularly if you're someone who has done a lot for an organization or a huge part of the organization, I feel like the least, and I mean the least they can do is say, hey, we're moving you. I always wonder if the organizations tell like Adrian Woj, uh, Woj um, I'm not going to try to say his last name, but Woj, and they're like, hey, uh-huh. dude, can you not leak this on Twitter so we can tell the player? And Woj is like, no, I have a no. reputation to uphold. Because I think some of it's that too, right? These insiders get this, you know, this scoop and they can't hold on to it. Yeah, he's like, dude, I know, because if I don't do this, Shams is going to post it and I got to beat Shams, okay? These guys constantly go back and forth and that's a that is a a real competition Mm -hmm. i don't think in general that broadcasting is competitive i know some people do i don't really look at it like that because it's not like what someone else does on their show affects what i do every morning i'm not a receiver and there's a corner at the line of scrimmage trying to jam me from running my route do you know what i mean now if you're trying Mm -hmm. to get out information and you have different sources and you want to be first that's a whole different part of the journalism umbrella but it's i but i've had people say oh man you know what is it like competing against these other shows i'm like i i don't know i i don't it's not like there's someone else from a different network saying guess what i i froze up your computer this morning you're not gonna be able to type or prepare at all you know it just i gotta do the best i can do and that's it so I can't imagine being a part of that where constantly you're trying to be the first with the information while also trying to be accurate. Right, because there are people who are first but wrong. Like, I'm waiting for Bob Nightingale to be wrong again. Didn't he have, like, (laughs) a track record of always reporting the wrong things in baseball? Yes. 
Yes, he did. And then it became a running joke. And that's the last thing you want is that your information becomes a running joke like, eh, we'll wait until someone else comes out with this. So you have to be careful. There's always that rush to be first instead of accurate. It's a real temptation if you're in the breaking news business, but you do see it for sure. And then we'll always see like some Reddit user break a huge trade on Reddit first. And remember, it was like Katy Perry's booty hole. I'm waiting for that yep. story, too. Well, I will say this in, in fairness to Katy Perry's booty hole. There's a long, there is a long line of, of accurate information that has come out of Katy Perry's booty hole. So full credit there, credit where credit is due. Oh, I, I hope we get a story like that. This trade. Double D. All right. We've got MVP Monday to get to David. I think you have some thoughts on this. MVP Monday. I can promise you without a shadow of a doubt, I have no thoughts on Katy Perry's booty hole. Without I mean doubt. the user, not the actual booty hole. No, <laughs> either way, either way, I'm good. Just the fact that his username is that makes me not want to read him. So there, there, there's that. I actually he broke like a to big think trade. Of, it was like a Chicago athlete, I think. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what it was. Good for him. <laughs> I actually like to think of Katy Perry's booty hole being animated going, guess what? I hear that Max Scherzer's oh, going to the night. Rangers. And I'm like, oh, Katy Perry's booty hole at it again. Absolutely plugged in. It was Jose Quintana trade. Scooped the, oh, the right. entire sports world when Jose went to the Cubs. So, like, uh, occasionally we'll see this. We'll see what the username is this time, but I hope it's just as good. So I have uh, Katy Perry's booty hole to blame for that trash trade. All right, moving on. All right. Uh, Katy Perry's booty hole will not be one of the nominees today, but we do have four amazing, amazing nominees today. Nominee number one is Lee Hodges. Wins his first PGA Tour event in dominant fashion, going wire to wire, shooting 24 under par for the tournament and winning by seven shots. Nominee number two, the Texas Rangers. Despite suffering a weekend sweep to the Padres, the Rangers made up for Eovaldi and DeGrom injuries by acquiring ace Max Scherzer from the Mets and a number two starter in Jordan Montgomery from the Cardinals. Number nominee number three, Justin Gaethje. One of the highlights of the year in the world of mixed martial arts happened in the UFC. Gaethje knocked out Dustin Poirier with a head kick in the second round that stunned the entire crowd. Then he proceeded to celebrate with the celebratory backflip. <laughs> nominee number four. The Chicago Cubs took three out of four games over the weekend from the Cardinals in St. Louis as part of an eight-game win streak that has snapped that was snapped yesterday. Six of those eight wins were against rival the rival Cardinals, and the other two were against the crosstown rival White Sox. Now only four games out of the NL Central and are looking to be buyers at the deadline. So, Jenks. Who mm. is your Monday MVP? I'm going with the Rangers. It's such, I feel like it's low hanging fruit, maybe, but I just, 
I think maybe it's less that they're the MVP of the weekend so much as it is the shock value for me. But when DeGrom went down, I thought, I didn't think here goes their season, but I thought, man, what a huge, huge shot to the gut because he was brought in to be their ace. And I'm, it stuck in my head, DeGrom being so upset and being emotional talking about how he's not going to be a part of the team this season. So I love this Rangers club. They can obviously hit the ball with anyone else. But when you have a guy like that, Nathan Eovaldi will be back. He's been very good this season. And also, don't sleep on Jordan Montgomery either. He was the Cardinals' best starter. So now you have really solidified this rotation, and you've got a guy who's been there, who's won a World Series in Scherzer. If you're talking about shrewd moves to shore up your organization, the best chance to win it, yeah, you had to give up some very good prospects, no question about that. That's the way it works. I'm going with the Rangers. I think these are shrewd, smart moves and definitely makes them even more of a favorite than they were. Texas. Has to be the Rangers for me as well, because we'll see moves like this that predate World Series wins. Remember when the Astros made that huge flashy move to land Justin Verlander at the trade deadline? That was a huge move. And guess what? They went into uh, went on to win the World Series. So you need to make these big moves, even if you're doing well in the regular season because you're not going to beat the rest of everybody else by cruising by on what you already had you got to get better at the trade deadline or you're getting worse your first or your last like rookie bobby said all right so for the rangers this was a huge move for them because we all know that they can hit the lights out best offense in baseball but you need the proven starters that aren't just good in the regular season but also in the postseason the lights are certainly not going to be too bright for Max Scherzer in the postseason. He's been there, done that before, a great anchor to their rotation, and also adding Jordan Montgomery. Like you said, you can never have uh, enough arms when it comes to the postseason because also the Rangers added some depth to their bullpen as well, uh, added some pieces there. So it's a team that's not only making moves, but it's making the correct moves because these were the biggest holes to fill, and they filled it with the best available options. So Texas Rangers, MVP of the weekend for me as well. I'm going to agree with both of you as well. It's Texas Rangers, and you both have said everything there is to be said. And Chelsea, beautiful little encapsulation right there and with your last sentence. There are a lot of teams making a lot of moves, but you're like, okay, what does that do for you moving forward? The Rangers were the team that made the moves where you're like, okay, that makes sense. I like those moves. This is going to make this team better and probably a threat in the postseason now. So for me, once again, Texas Rangers win the weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to talk about the Cubs. All right, so does anybody watch UFC? Because I feel like we didn't give it much to. And I'll say this. There's a UFC fight in Nashville, I think, in a couple weeks. I'm wondering if I should try to get tickets. They weren't that expensive. I'd go to see a UFC fight. I've seen one before. I saw one in Baltimore a long time ago. But, yes, that head kick was unreal. And even Poirier was trying to block it. Actually got his hand in front of in front of the foot. Didn't matter. And huge ups. <laughs> so you would think, shot. yeah, you're like on the screen. Like, I'm, I'm doing this. It makes sense in UFC. People are like, nailed it. Nailed it. He put his hand here in front of his eyes, but even even trying to block it and even getting a little bit of something in front of the momentum of that kick didn't work. It was a massive kick 
big upset. So that would have been my number two. I just feel uninformed compared to UFC fans. So I don't want to say something that comes off the wrong way. Like, I'll tell you one thing, that kick, that old sidekick, they call it, really, really solid. So I'm not an expert in UFC, but I do know that that was massive over the weekend. Was it a roundhouse kick? That's the only kick I know from Chuck Norris doing Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> he always did like the roundhouse kick the and roundhouse. then he do it in super slow motion because he was like 75 years old. They're like, yeah. he's still getting him. And it's just super slow motion. You're like, oh my God, is this actually in slow motion or is this just his normal speed? Have you ever seen the clip from <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger, the very famous clip? where it's Walker, Texas Ranger, and it's a very young Haley Joel Osment in the scene with Chuck Norris. Have you ever seen this? It's I knew he was in the show, but I don't know what clip you're referencing. Well, I don't want to give it away. I mean, I guess I can give it away because this is only 25 <laughs> Spoiler something. Alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert if you're keeping up with Walker, Texas Ranger, which has been off the air for 15 years or whatever it is. There's a clip from Conan O'Brien. Conan made this famous back before things went viral. And it goes from like zero to a hundred like that, where there's a quick exchange and they're joking. He's joking around with Haley Joel Osment and Haley Joel Osment says something like, Oh, my name is something in Sasquatch or Indian or whatever. And then on a dime, like the music gets really dark for a second and they zoom into Haley Joel Osment. And he says something to the effect of, Walker, I have AIDS. And you're like, whoa. I mean, out of, <laughs> no, I mean, that's not the verbatim. It's very, very close. I will pull it up for you. And I've seen that shared so many times. It's the most crazy transition I've ever seen ever in any, any television show ever. Like out of nowhere. You've got to check that out. I don't think I realized how bad like some of the writing and the acting was in some of those old time shows until you like rewatch clips. You're like, I thought this was good. Like, I thought that was a murderer's row of lineups. It was Walker, Texas Ranger, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. And then what was the one about angels? Touched by an angel? Oh, there's a good one, too. Touched by an angel. Yeah, I just put the link in our chat. So check that out, Gender Break. Tell me what you think. Oh, man. Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. That was a good show, too. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.